If Susan Black had not been quite so brave, she might have got away with it. But bravery is always a gamble. You never know how it will turn out. She lay in a hospital bed, propped up by pillows, her pale face exhausted. It was a plain room, about ten metres by ten, basic, but not unpleasant. There was a blood pressure machine to Susan's right, and on the wall behind the bedside table on her left, a laminated poster. It showed a suckling baby and stated, Breast is best. At the end of the bed was an empty cot. Susan softly hummed Rockabye Baby as she cradled her warmly wrapped newborn in the crook of her right arm. The little boy's few wisps of hair were matted with dried amniotic fluid. It was a bright spring morning, and the smell of newly mown grass wafted in through the open ground-floor window, where a lazy bee buzzed a counterpoint to Susan's humming. She looked over to the corner of the hospital room. Her husband Simon was there, cross-legged on the floor with their eldest, Kyle. The five-year-old was colouring. The excitement of his baby brother's arrival had already worn off, and Simon was doing what he could to keep the boy occupied. Susan loved looking at her family. It gave her hope. Kyle had inherited her reddish-blonde hair and his father's grey eyes, a perfect mixture of Irish and British. She had no time for the sectarian rubbish that had surrounded her all her life. Never had, and nor had her family. She'd met Simon at New Forge Rugby Club, where he'd played for the RUC, and hadn't thought twice about making eyes at him. The troubles were for other people. Sure, if she walked along the wrong side of the Falls Road, she could, having married a member of the British Army, expect some insult she wouldn't want her children to hear. But living in Aldershot, as she now did, that stuff was just a memory. She had only come back to the province for a quick visit with her parents, and of course with Simon himself, in the middle of his second six-month tour of duty with the Parachute Regiment, before the baby arrived. But the baby had decided to put in an early appearance, Susan had expected to give birth in England, without the support of her husband. But sometimes, she thought to herself, things work out for the best. She hugged the bundle in her arms a little harder, as Kyle bossily told his dad which crayon to use to colour in his He-Man and Skeletor picture. There weren't many people who could boss Simon Black around, but their lad was one of them. Simon seemed distracted, though, worried. There were frown lines on his face, and he was absent-mindedly sparking the Zippo lighter carved with his initials that she'd bought him for Christmas, a clear sign that he was on edge. In a corner of her mind, Susan supposed that she should be anxious about this. Why was he not more excited about the arrival of their baby? But the pethidin the doctors had given her hadn't yet worn off, and she had other things to occupy her, like the precious, fragile beauty of the child in her arms. She caught her husband looking at her. "'You want some water?' he asked. Susan gave him a smile and nodded. She wasn't really thirsty, but she knew how Simon hated having nothing to do. He walked over to the bedside table, where there was a jug of water and a glass. As he stretched out his right arm to lift the jug, she watched his muscles flex and caught sight of the tattoo on the underside of his forearm. The motto of the parachute regiment in Gothic letters— Utrinque paratus, ready for anything. She always joked that he needed to be, having got together with a good Catholic girl like her. He always joked back that there was nothing Catholic about her once the lights were out.
a clinking sound as jug touched glass, scribbling from the corner of the room. And as Simon handed her the water and took the baby from her so she could drink, the sound of the door opening. Nurses can't keep away, can they? Simon said, his Newcastle accent very soft. It's because he's got his ma's good looks, eh? Better hope he's got her brains and all. He flashed a smile at Susan, but then frowned as he saw the look on her face. Still holding the baby, he spun round. He'd been expecting to see a nurse or a midwife. They'd been in and out of the room ever since the baby had been born. This newcomer was dressed in the standard green scrubs of a hospital orderly. Unlike a hospital orderly, however, he wore a black balaclava and tan leather gloves and brandished an evil-looking handgun with a cylindrical suppressor fitted to the barrel. The bee buzzed near the open window. Kyle, unaware of what was happening, continued to scribble.